Welcome to Green Giants, Titans of Renewable Energy, the podcast where insights and innovation meet. Every episode, we dive into conversations with industry leaders, experts, and change makers, bringing you the stories and ideas in the renewable energy sector that shape our world. And now, let's jump into today's episode with your host, Wes Ashworth. Welcome to the inaugural episode of Green Giants, Titans of Renewable Energy. Today, I'm thrilled to introduce our distinguished guest, Jing Tian, currently serving as Chief Growth Officer at Tygo Energy. Jing's remarkable journey in the renewable energy sector is marked by a series of leadership roles where she has consistently tackled big projects, made impactful decisions, and has thrived in complex environments. Jing has had an impressive career, key positions at notable companies such as Jinlong Technologies, Shift Energy, and Trina Solar, where she was president for the North America region. Jing's experience is not just impressive in its breadth, but also in its depth. Her specialties include solar energy, renewable energy, organizational design, product marketing and product management, among others. Jing holds a PhD in chemistry from Drexel University, and her academic background has been a significant asset, enhancing her role in marketing and strategic development in the tech-heavy renewable energy industry. Endorsed by colleagues as one of the brightest and most comprehensive strategic thinkers, Jing is known for her analytical thinking, process-driven approach, and imaginative solutions. Today, Jing joins us to share her insights on the renewable energy sector, her experiences in driving growth and innovation, and her vision for the future of renewable energy. Jing, it's an absolute honor to have you on the show. Welcome. Thank you, Wes. It's really great to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. Uh, So let's dive right in. I always love a good origin story. Uh, So what first inspired you to enter, enter the renewable energy sector? Oh, yeah, that's interesting. As you mentioned, I have a a PhD in chemistry from Drexel University. And during that PhD uh, studies, I was really focused on the um, organic conductive polymer materials. And that ties into, you know, optoelectrical property, electro semiconductor materials aspects. So that's where I first get exposed into uh, materials with the, you know, photovoltaics um, property. And later I work on the organic uh, LEDs, um, batteries. Um, so uh, solar is very natural um, for me to understand the materials properties. Always curious in that field. Um, in about 2007, and that's where a lot of uh, new startup companies enter into this renewable space. And the, my very first um, company experience that was with uh, SoFocus, uh, we were working on the uh, triple junction sales um, to make uh, concentrated photovoltaics. Uh, so that was my very first uh, industrial experience um, to uh, make the PB um, scalable. Excellent. And and what has been your most significant driving force throughout your career in this industry now? I would say mostly it's really I'm always curious about the technology innovation. Uh, it's uh, and also you know trying to push the boundaries. So so throughout my career, it's really I connected all the dots. Is about the curiosity to learn and the not too afraid to push the boundaries to see the growth. And that's sort of a connect all the dots with all various different companies. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this industry is such a dynamic industry that's growing and changing very rapidly. Um, how do you approach leadership and decision-making in an industry as dynamic as this one? Um, I like to think about the, uh, 
key being a leader is not the say have a lot of followers. It's to create the new leaders. So it's really through the systematic approach to be open mind and work with the people um, um, to have a various different inputs. That's number one. And then secondly, is it's really important to, to stay curious, uh, be open mind. And I think it, the third one is a fail fast. Don't be afraid yeah. to fail. So I, I it, it's a, such a dynamic industry. There's so many um, new things coming up. Um, we're not guaranteed to be right at the time we make a decision. So best inform the decision at the moment. But don't be afraid to fail, but fail fast and then come back to you know, correct and then get on the right path. Yeah. Yeah. Failing fast and failing forward, I think is something so important. Is that something you naturally just had or has that been developed along the way and, and you've had to embrace that? I think it's a developer along the way. I mean, for yeah. all of us, it's, we all have a tendency to be afraid. It's like I would say when I was much younger myself, I was sort of like a professionalism. And right. it's very difficult. Everything has to be perfect. Mm -hmm. um, but then you had to kind of really recognize uh, uh, your own strengths and also weakness and the tendency to overcome that and say it's okay to to fail, right? So yeah. the key is to learning from it. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and kind of going off of that, uh, you mentioned curiosity and, and uh, the failure, those kinds of things too. Can you walk us through a pivotal strategic decision you made and its impact on your organization? Yeah, there are many. So, you know, I think being in the industry, it's before um, Tiger on various yeah. different industries. So I can... Obviously, the latest experience is always the newest one. So um, I can share some of the experience we have at Tygo. Um, so Tygo is a, a company we provide a module-level power electronics. So we have been in the industry for a long time, and obviously it's viewed as the leaders to provide an MLPE solution. Um, we deployed a lot of products in the field. Um, so then we started getting some phone calls from a customer uh, for ex uh, about some system level failures uh, with uh, uh, some concern. But when we're going back, we'll say, you know, what happened? It's not a device fault, so we're good. But then we say, well, actually, there is a system installation. What is the best practice? How people do it? How do you install the system? Then you could point a finger, say, you know, we're clear, it's not us. But on the other hand, they say, well, we see that issue in the uh, with the installers to push the industry, move industry forward. It's important yeah. for us to really take our responsibility to educate the entire industry to help installers doing things better. So. So that's what we launched the entire programs to really working on what we call the Green Glove uh, services. The goal is to help our installers to understand how to install the product, but it's really take a system approach, right? So that yeah. what I see is you learn, then you correct, and take our ownership. I mean, ultimately to serve our customer and serve the industry. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you mentioned one there, and I think that's the main one, but uh, are there any other sort of complex problems that Tygo is solving in the renewable energy space um, that you'd like to talk about? 
I mean, we have gone through, um, company has gone through a lot of evolutions, right? We mm -hmm. started with the MLP. We have the um, very uh, like module-level monitoring. So as we started going to and uh, providing storage solution as well as the, uh, the software on the, the grid consumption and the predictions. So it's... Uh, it's every evolution and also evolving for us. I think that is pretty exciting for us to going through and the learning the each step along the way. So, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then kind of like just around overall trends in renewable energy, uh, what are you most excited about and why? And we'll start there. Um, I think there's no one particular technology, I would say, oh, yeah, it's that one or mm -hmm. the other one. But I tend to look at the bigger picture because with the renewable energy, I think it will become more distributed. So I think yeah. the everyone's going to be virtual power plants in the sense, right? Mm -hmm. So how is the transmission and the grid system uh, going to look like? And we all say it's going to be a distributed grid. I agree. But then what is it look like? How are we going to continue to support um, for everyone with equal access um, to the renewable energy? So so to me, that is still a lot of uh, open-ended questions, how it's evolving, takes all of us to uh, work together collaboratively or also imaginatively. Um, and yeah. second is uh, scalability. In order to have a renewable energy, it's really um, being um, being the energy source. I think we right now we only touched the um, you know tip of the iceberg. I think it, right. there's like a, how do we scale this and the going be most affordable energy resources, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> And then within your organization, um, you know, a lot of this is going to drive and, and creating a culture of innovation and creativity and, and folks that are bringing, you know, ideas and solutions to the table. And as you said, sort of fail fast, um, those kinds of things. How do you foster that culture within your own organization? I always encourage people asking why. Oh, it's asking why. So I think yeah. that is it coming from, I think it, I always have philosophy of when you do a job, a work, you have to come in from your heart and yeah. say, I love my, what I do. When you mm -hmm. love what you do, and it's very naturally, any tasks you're going to ask why. It's not mm -hmm. just being busy. And, yeah. and the, I think as someone once told me, say, you know, you should take a, the word being busy out of your vocabulary is sure. as you think, how was your day? You say, well, the day was challenging. The day was fulfilling. The day was though, you know, you can't fill in the thoughts, but just think about it. Say being busy is just very generic. You didn't even think about how you spend your day. So, yeah. so that's really important to always ask why, right? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And that you can promote in thinking more in-depth questions like sure. um, and, uh, and understand and then can come up with a better creative solutions. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious now on your why, uh, <laughs> when it was time to join Tygo Energy, what was your, what was your why? why? Why did you take that step and what led you there? Uh, yeah. So it goes back a little bit of history. So when I was at the Trina Solar, 
I have uh, worked with uh, with collaborative with the Taigo Energy, and what we first okay. launched. Uh, Product called Trina Smart is integrated module level power electronics into the module. That's where I first gets exposed to the company, uh, knowing all the people. So we have a stayed in touch and kind of watching Tiger how it evolves. Um, so later, as I'm moving moving around with the different um, with the you know different companies, and uh, so I stayed in touch. Out, I, I thought that Tiger was ready for to make the next transition it's really it's just the right time right place yeah. and yeah. and so it was pretty exciting to be part of a team to help uh, you know really bring the tiger into the next phase so that's that's our current trajectory so that's very exciting yeah yeah i love that um, yeah. And can you share another, you know, personal experience that just something that profoundly influenced your own professional path? Um, yeah, because I was telling people as you get into going back to say, whatever you do, you got to come out of here in the heart. Yeah, so like absolutely. what you love about what you do and uh, design your own career path. Don't let okay. the job design your path, right? Mm -hmm. So... Um, but on each job, sometimes it may not. So on each job, you ask, thinking about what you learn and what skill you want. So yeah. it's kind of very interesting. When I, at one point, I was with the nano solar. Um, we were really, in the sense, it's a very front end of the technology. We were doing the sure. printing uh, SIG. Um, we were, you know, doing the very first glass glass modules. I mean, these are the uh, now it's like you see glass on glass, a bifacial module, a lot of it. But the, one of the challenges is how do you make, uh, laminate the two pieces of glasses uh, like perfectly? And, and uh, so I was, uh, um, was asked to see if I want to do uh, vendor development, uh, okay. which in my primary mind, I always do technology inside out uh, and on the marketing and going onto the supply chain in a sense, I was like, oh, that's not what I want. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but then I look at us and I go, well, this is actually very exciting. If you think about design your own career is by sure. doing so, you have a chance to work with uh, um, partners. So that is an important skill to, to have. Uh, and along the way, so I visited China every single glass manufacturer <laughs> and <laughs> <Sure. laughs> defined a spec because we did not know what um, what actually is the right spec, right? Yeah. So that's a truly a partnership for work together. Uh, um, and then you had to understand the reading lots of uh, supply contracts. And mm -hmm. I was jokingly say I never really liked the legal um, contract until I started work on that job. I really yeah, yeah. learned how to do it. And then you start from supply chain side, and later on you start to kind of work on the sales side because it's all the same. Um, right. <laughs> but what I say is a lot of what you pick the skills to say that's is what serve you later on in a lot of other things you do. Right. So mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I yeah. love I love that thought. Yeah. Um, and then transition a little bit. So thinking about renewable energy as a whole, where it's going, the trajectory, um, where do you see this sector of renewable energy heading in the next decade? Mm. I would say, you know, again, as I mentioned earlier, you're asking about, you know, is there any technology, you know, 
uh, specifically very exciting. I say no, because it's about a scalability. Yeah. So I, I think if I can imagine, it, it's all, you know, it's obviously it's going to be a very low cost um, energy that is serves uh, uh, enabling um, you know, equitable energy for all the people with access to that. But then you think about it, energy is ties into transportation. How is the transportation will impact, uh, will be impacted with this transformation? And the ultimately how people will live, right? So the, the, the urbanization, like how is suburban urban transportation the efficiency? I think our relationship uh, to the nature, I think of, you know, we really had to rethink about our relationship to our yeah. surrounding and to have a sustainable uh, living. Um, I think it's all of this. It's a, it will impact. I think it's a, what I call the system solution approach, and uh, and and the, every piece we are doing will impact. You know, it's going to be very difficult for me to try to imagine how it will be. Just, uh, I think it's like really the efficiency how we how we really uh, work with the nature. I, I think we will definitely develop a different relationship. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Are there any other things that you think, um, things that are kind of getting in the way, slowing, slowing down progress now, or any other just key changes that you think need to happen uh, for this renewable energy sector to just become more predominant? I think it's the investment, right? It's okay. still require a lot of heavy investment. Um, I think a lot of technologies are getting to mature. I'm sure there will be new technology, but if you think about it, it's a battery. How do we scale the battery for uh, getting more into uh, EV charger, EV cars, right? And the yeah. solar, so um, how do we faster deploy solar? And the wind's already at a very low cost. Uh, and the storage to me is a, is a critical for wind solar storage then not to not to forget this hydrogen i think it's also going to play a pretty important role um so all those in combination and then goes back into how is the grid what is the grid infrastructure is going to be like um to combining all those renewable resources um to to uh, make best use of it and they optimize the usage yeah yeah absolutely um and you've already mentioned probably a couple, but anything else in terms of, I guess, if you were to predict one major change over the next, you know, five, 10 years in renewable energy, uh, what would it be? I think it would be have a more storage come on board. I think a solar, yeah. obviously, it's, we'll continue pushing the efficiency. Solar PV panel continue to push the efficiency. Wing, as I mentioned, is some of the wing is getting pretty um, efficient. Then it's really a storage. I mean, right now we mostly we have a battery as a storage, but I know there's right. quite a few new technology in the development and the long term dura- long duration storage um, and the uh, and the lower cost. I think scalable. I think that will be enabling the a, the uh, a pretty big uh, um, deployment of the renewable. Absolutely. Um, Transition a little bit too. So just reflecting on your whole career, all that you've done and accomplished, which has been uh, great and phenomenal. uh, What are you most proud of and why? I think it's really, I I enjoy going take on new challenges. Like, so I'm really proud of it is, is uh, I come to where where I am today because, and the mostly 
I think it's a different stage, right? When I was younger, it's more of like, where I am, where do I go? Now yeah. I'm looking back, I'm most excited about it is, you know, I nurture the, some of the uh, younger people and, uh, you know, now they are the leader in the industry. Because sure. I remember when I first started in 2007 as so focused at, um, one of my mentors mentioned, they say, you know, you guys are here, it's all in four years, you are going to be a leader in the industry. Um, it kind of had an impact on me because that's what we're giving back. It's how yeah. do we really make an uh, industry is you learn from your mentor that you pass on to, mm -hmm. to nurture a new generation. Uh, I had a reflection most recently at the Replus in, um, Las Vegas. It's, it's always a fun to see lots of colleagues in the industry. But I walk around, I go, you know, I used to know a lot of people. I walk around, <laughs> I say half of people I don't know. But actually, yeah. it's very exciting because you can sure. see more more people entering the industry. Uh, and, you know, we need more people, uh, more bright minds uh, to work in this field. And so it's Absolutely. very exciting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's something I get to see on the talent front every day. Uh, what would you say to those that are uh, contemplating a career in the industry that are deciding on? Because you see a lot of industry switchers, people coming from adjacent industries, entering the industry. Um, what would you say to encourage those that are, that are maybe giving that a thought and thinking about coming over to the renewable energy industry? Uh, this is a big industry. It's a future, right? So yeah. it's not just, uh, and also we, as we learn, expanded. Like I think I remember early days and you go, oh, you're working the solar. Then naturally you think about it, it's a PV module. Uh, mm -hmm. Now it's like, uh, no, it's actually, this is entire industry. So it's not just a PV. So like a PV module, we have a tracker, we have a, um, uh, you know, we have storage batteries and then expanding into JSON is a transportation. And now you go into the grid, uh, design. So it's a lot of people. I, one day I was had a conversation with a young person. I said, well, yeah, computer science, AI, we use a lot of it in the renewable. Absolutely. So they go, wow, really? I was like, yes. And so you can see all the talents can come in to work on this. And like even you think about it, it's urban design. So like, how do mm -hmm. we design yeah. our life? Uh, and with the, like energy efficiency in mind, then you started coming with the uh, decarbonization, CO2 capture, methane. So I just think of this uh, overall as uh, like expanded, much bigger industry. I think it touches every corners of our life. You know, come join, join the industry. So I think we all make a difference. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um... <laughs> And then anything else in terms of just bigger picture thinking, just how you envision the role of renewable energy and in, in shaping our world's future, our nation's future, um, anything else in terms of your, your vision, what you see? Um, yeah, I think we talked to quite a bit. I mean, I think it's for me, it's really, I think, uh, you know, I sometimes get into the younger generation talking to them, trying to figure out because we sometimes had to fixate it. Uh, you yeah. have a single, uh, you know, pick a fence, a house, living in suburb. Um, but the younger ones, they sometimes they challenging that status quo, right? So it's so like why we have it. It's so like when we think about urban, um, um, you know, like densifications, like how do we get people uh, live, like what kind of life uh, styles are we going to have? And, and I think, you know, 
as we're moving towards a future, as uh, I would say, it's not about producing like being a new renewable energy. Uh, so yeah. Obviously, it's um, being it's really about a decarbonization. Like, uh, what do we do sure. to to reduce the um, um, pollution that uh, slow down the climate change? So I think, uh, to me, that is a, it's a way to impact our living and how do we how do we um, be, uh, you know really have the different relationship with the nature. So I think that's yeah. that's the way I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would you maybe share say to? non-believers out there, those that are, you know, skeptical or hesitant to, to this change and the importance of, um, you know, that overall impact to our environment and our, and nature as a whole and, and our globe. Um, anything that you would share in terms of, uh, just from your insights, your perspective? Yeah, man, I think we should go out, just look at the climate changing is real. Uh, it's impact our daily life and, yeah. uh, which, uh, you know, for people who deny it, didn't want to see it. You know, I just sometimes I just don't know what to say. Like I'm living yeah. in California. It's like we have sure. an unprecedented drought for multiple years. Like you can say that is not a climate change, and it's just every day. Like we see things, uh, um, and and you can go to other parts of the world. You know, the flood, the um, you know, the extreme weather. So those are real. Uh, and yeah. 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 I agree. I think it's, it's undeniable and, and you see it in a daily, on a daily basis and, and yeah. we'll have to, to play our part. Um, yeah. kind of going back, you know, as you first started in the industry, knowing what you know now and, and the success you've had, uh, what advice would you potentially give to your younger self if you could go back in time and, and talk to yourself? I would say, um, fundamentals, like a really network, uh, you know, just, uh, being going out there, so I mean, be surprised at how many people are willing to, you know, provide a free advice and all yeah. opinions. I, I think it, it's okay just to get out there. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I say yeah. often. Somebody gave me the advice early on in my career was uh, the world belongs to askers. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you just have to ask, you know, if you don't know something or you need help or advice mm -hmm. you, or a mentor, you know, you just have to ask the question. So I yeah. agree with that completely. Yeah. Well, excellent. I, I greatly, greatly appreciate your time. I think we were able to really get some valuable insights and hearing your your perspective and, and uh, your trajectory throughout your career and, and some of the things that you're seeing uh, in terms of the future as well, too, and, and understanding where the industry is going. Uh, so thank you so much for, for coming on the show, being my, my first guest as well. Uh, you're such a delightful person uh, with great insights. So very grateful for that. Um, thank you in advance to the audience out there listening. Um, there's new episodes coming soon and remember to, to subscribe, rate, review. And, and if you enjoy this conversation, which I'm sure you did, uh, share it with a colleague. Uh, don't forget to follow us on our social channels and, uh, stay tuned.